sensory sensitivity, repetitious behavior, lack of eye contact. You can see signs of autism in children as young as eight. More victims in South Florida. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. More bodies have been pulled from the rubble of a collapsed condo tower in Surfside. The number of confirmed dead, now 86. The metal fence that has encircled the U.S. Capitol since an angry mob stormed the complex is being removed. Following January 6th, not only the building itself, but the outer perimeter of the Capitol really was essentially a fortress. The outer fence came down. Now the inner fence is coming down. Again, that process will take about three days. The U.S. Capitol is still closed to the public. It's been closed since March 2020. Fox says David Spunt. Also coming down, two Confederate monuments in Charlottesville, Virginia. A statue of General Robert E. Lee was removed from its pedestal following years of controversy. A statue of General Thomas Stonewall Jackson will also come down. With less than two weeks to go before the Summer Olympics in Tokyo, coronavirus cases are rapidly rising in the Japanese capital. The city reporting 950 new cases today, the highest number in two months. A state of emergency in Tokyo begins Monday. The CDC's updated school guidance isn't sitting well with some who oppose masking students. Under the new guidelines, students and teachers who are not fully vaccinated would wear masks. It's about submission. There's never been any evidence of spreading events in the schools. The kids do very well with this. Senate Republican Rand Paul. A political conference for conservatives is in its second day in Dallas. CPAC's theme this time is how to combat cancel culture, especially on social media. Both CPAC's leaders and President Trump are suing Facebook and Twitter, claiming the companies actively silence conservative voices. Fox's Eben Brown at CPAC. America's listening to Fox News. Connect to Fox News Audio on the Fox News app. Listen to hear your favorite hosts like Brian Kilmeade, Jimmy Fallon, and Guy Benson standing up for what's right live and via podcast. Just click listen, then swipe right and hear the latest news updates on your time. And scroll down to hear the latest podcasts from Fox News. And it's even easier to listen in the car with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Get programming alerts and notifications. Fox News Audio is on the Fox News app. The Voices America Trusts. Download it now. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Dominich, publisher of The Federalist, and I'm inviting you to join a new conversation with the smartest thinkers out there about the country and where we're going. It's the Ben Dominich Podcast. You can subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, foxnewspodcast.com, or wherever you download your podcasts. This new show will feature deep dive interviews with newsmakers and some of your favorite Fox News analysts. I hope you'll join me. Subscribe to the Ben Dominich Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. As of today, those extra unemployment benefits are gone in another state. In May, Arizona's Governor Doug Ducey announced they would be joining the growing list of states that are rejecting the extra $300 a week in federal unemployment benefits starting July 10th, saying businesses are having trouble finding willing workers. The increase and extension of the supplemental federal unemployment benefits, once well-intended, 
is now having the wrong impact. But he said they'd be setting aside $300 million to help people in other ways, like giving folks a $2,000 bonus to accept full-time work, as well as cash for three months of child care for those currently unemployed who find work. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. A Coast Guard search has been called off for nine Cubans who went missing after a boat capsized off the coast of Florida. Thirteen people were rescued. The search encompassed more than 7,400 square miles. As U.S. troops make their way out of Afghanistan, Afghan forces are trying to keep the Taliban from taking more territory. The Taliban offensive continues here amid some reports of a bit of a fight back. Militants continue to make gains across the country. Yesterday, they claim they've got 85% of the country in their back pocket. But in fact, experts say it's only like a third. But still, that's a lot. And the territory continues to mount. Overall, the Afghanistan military has been rolling over. But there are unconfirmed reports today of a bit of a clawback. Clashes in the south, airstrikes in the west, the government claiming Taliban deaths. Fox's Greg Palcott. Pope Francis is up and walking after intestinal surgery, and the Vatican says he plans to deliver his weekly noontime prayer tomorrow. The 84-year-old remains hospitalized in the papal apartment of a Rome clinic. He was admitted July 4th. And this is Fox News. Your day weather forecast is brought to you by Bob Ruard Motors, an honest upfront deal. All roads lead to BobRuardMotors.com. Your Saturday forecast will feature mostly sunny skies, temps cool and comfortable into the upper 70s and low 80s. Northerly winds will be breezy at 15 to 25. For tonight, clear skies, lows in the low to mid 50s. Your Sunday outlook, keeping it sunny with highs in the lower to mid 80s. Back in the upper 80s, low 90s, sunny and dry for Monday. Lows in the low to mid 50s. I'm day weather meteorologist on Wassel. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council.
Good morning, good morning, Nick the Motor Guy back here on Cargab uh, with, uh, I, I, we're going to see if I turned on the correct microphone. Testing, one, two, three. Ah, there we go, we did. We we have the dulcet tones of Mr. Jeremy Royal with us this morning. Um, we will talk some cars, some cruising, some more cars, some motorcycles, almost undoubtedly some music, because there's kind of some cool things that have been going on around the town. And we've got july coming well no i mean it's here but it's going to continue and therefore we got lots of music going on all around the area we do expect months to continue after they begin until they end and then another month begins that's been what well, we hope things. typically yeah well since when it, since since they decided to invent a calendar and that was the romans right greeks romans something like that yeah isn't it the julian calendar yeah, I guess that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, so there'd be Romans. Well, and there's the Gregorian too. Well, yes, but that's not that's not held to by by folks generally in the Western Hemisphere. Seems not generally. The case. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, okay, how you well, doing, buddy? I'm good. We good, just yeah. tangent off on something completely that's, ridiculous. That's yeah, well. already. <laughs> and this is why we don't allow Jeremy, 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 and I. That was a mouthful. Peter song. Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. Pepper. Yes. She sells seashells on the seashore. Right. Yeah, all right. Now we're going to get back to common sense here. Anyway, so, um, yeah, music. What's You've been playing a couple of times out at T-Joe's. Yeah, we've You're had the some guys. T-Joe's stuff. We got um, August 20th. We're doing the uh, Fridays on the Plaza. And you guys are? We are... Uh, what, what's the question? The here? name, the band. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, no, yeah Mr. Bird, B Y R D, because we're obnoxious, and the Perfect Strangers. I, I, I don't think I've actually asked you ever why. It's a series of inside jokes. Okay, so leave it alone. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, knowing the people that are in the band, I'm going to completely <laughs> leave it alone. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Great. And you are, for those of you, uh, for those listening who are not familiar with your music, you play what kind of music? Well, industrial polka. Uh, sure. Some, yeah. I, a I'm, little bit of. I'm, uh, <laughs> you got to see Mr. Roy doing the chicken dance. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now we're a rock and roll band. We play uh, kind of psychedelic rock and, and stuff like that is, is what I like to be into most. We're... Uh, broadening out and doing some more uh well you'd say modern but you'd, you'd hold that back a little bit modern, modern as in, as what, as in 1973? like 30 years old yeah <laughs> getting into the 90s we're gonna roll out some foo fighters stuff and maybe some collective soul things and um look at you guys go this, whole, is, it, is this uh things like the influence that. of your new guitarist a little bit or is this just a general progression uh Jason is bringing some of these in. Yeah, Jason Newman is playing with us now, and uh, he's he's suggesting some of these. Others, like, um, I mean, I'm a 90s kid, you know. Even so. though you don't look like one. Well, yeah, I know. This is what we look like. We're all burned out. <laughs> this is, <laughs> oh, you poor abused children, this, you. <laughs> this is the end of Gen X, fellas. This is the way it goes, okay? So... <laughs> Well, the beginning of Gen X was just fine, and it's still fine, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, so also, um, oh, what is the Toad the Wet Sprocket? We're going to do a Toad the Wet Sprocket tune here coming up, too. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. 
I'm, a, I'm, I'm getting texts from my sister in London. I'm not going to repeat just in case I make a mistake. I, oh. um, she, she, was it a tongue twister? It was. Oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, we can't repeat it on the radio. Don't risk no, the no, pheasant no. plucker on the radio. I Thank got you. it. Good. Very good. Excellent. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. This is why I don't have him on. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Yes. So, the other thing that's, I mean, since you've been on, you, or your lovely wife, Melissa, yeah, has a real car. She does have a real car. She yeah, does. We do. We, uh, for Mother's Day, we purchased a 2010 Camaro Supersport. Yes. An so, SS. And yeah. it needs makes good noises it makes good noises it makes 400 and something horsepower and uh it's a fun little car to drive it is a fun little car and it is yellow it's rally yellow and so then the other night she comes and she says i think i want to paint the car red and i went no this is, no, 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 no 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 this no, would be really buy yeah, a red car this is, it would be like ten thousand dollars well um, and it would still never be right well yeah because they'd have to take I mean, unless we just did a complete restoration on it, and it's in perfect shape. There's no reason. I mean, so no, it's in and, and the yellow is growing on. I don't know that yellow would have been my first choice. I like yellow, but uh, it is. It's now, a cool of car. course, if you are going to own a Chevrolet product, which of course myself as somewhat of a Ford on the muscle car side would question your yeah well, thought process. You know, we can't. Anyway. We can't all be smart. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us like our kidneys intact. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> anyway, if you are going to own a Chevrolet product of that vein, then really you should be yellow. Yellow is a great Chevy color. I mean, no, that's... yellow is the color of the racing Chevrolets. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. See, yeah, I, I had to educate that. you. I'm... I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, the the Corvette racing team that's now been incredibly successful for the last oh, twenty plus years, um, always racing yellow. I I want to talk a little bit about the new Chevrolet Countach. I mean Corvette. Yes, I love it. Do you? I think it's absolutely brilliant I, that you bring that type of technology. Yeah down to a price point where real people can enjoy it. So is the C8 pretty reasonably pre reasonably priced? Is yeah, that you can get into one for, I mean, reasonably priced and reasonably priced and reasonably priced. So your average Lamborghini, uh, Ferrari, Maserati, etc., 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 uh, 180, 200, 250, 300, okay. I mean, yeah, stratospheric. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, Entry-level C8, as long as you don't have a dealership that's going to um, add ridiculous amounts of money because they think you can get away with it. Well, right now they can. Um, 70? No, oh, well, that's not bad. I mean, that is pretty good. I mean, it, it, yeah. don't get me wrong. $70,000 is an awful lot of money. But it, it's... But it's, if you're it's not going, as much money now. When you're looking at that technology and the ability of that motor car and what it is intended to go up against and then compare it to what else is out there, it's it's extremely good. And it's well built. I've looked at a couple of them. I'm really impressed. We, we no longer look like an upturned bathtub. 
But so, basic is what a uh, is. I mean, it, it's plastic. So I so hope Ryan is listening to I, this. I, it's, it's a crapshoot. I don't know if he is. But so this is what I'm struggling with is, is it a Corvette still? Because it, it seems like there was such an evolution in it. And okay. And so let's bear in mind that we're living in 2021. Right. Where everything has been completely turned upside down. Right. And, and also I'm now expected to believe that the Mustang is a Ford Escape. It's a Ford Escape with an electric motor. Yes. So that's where I'm kind of. It's disgusting. Should this have been another name, and should the Corvette have still been a Corvette, or? Well, the Corvette is still a Corvette. the The Mustang Marquis is, as you said, a Ford Escape with an electric motor. It's, in my opinion, awfully ugly. Um, everybody who's driven one says it is actually a very good car. Just because it makes it, the the legions of a very good car does not mean it's a good Mustang because it shouldn't be a Mustang. Well, this is but the question: Should it your, be a Mustang? Yeah, no, it shouldn't, right. in my opinion. However, Corvette—that is still the American plastic-bodied sports car, right? Right, aimed right, right at the heart of the it, of the European Market. and indeed Honda um, with their NSX right aimed right at the heart of what those guys are doing so yes that is what Corvette was always meant to be it was meant to be the American sports car but and I, it still is but I just can't look at that and not think foreign and 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 so when I, I've seen several of them here like I, the weather just finally got nice enough that I've been seeing I probably saw eight or nine in the last week mm-hmm and it's like, well, cool, you know, it's good to see this. But you still look at them, and at first glance, you think, you, you think Italian. You yeah, know? well, I think that's almost a compliment, really, because it is quite voluptuous, like you'd expect Ferrari to produce or someone like that. It's a very beautiful motor car, which is not typical of Chevrolet. They tend to be a little brutal. They tend to be, a, you know, they, they, they tend to, you know, they've... Your typical American, and this is not an insult, folks, just so you understand. Your typical American car was always styled with a chisel and had the biggest engine possible slapped in it, at which point it went like crazy in a straight line and was absolutely terrified of corners. That has slowly developed over the years, but the styling with sort of a five-year-old with a chisel continued a little bit. <laughs> okay. Where the Italians didn't do that. So I can see your point a little bit. Where I look at it is, and where the purists look at it, well, it's not a Corvette because it's not front-engined. Right. The, well, I get the whole you, the balance know, issue with... Well, yes, and... When, when Ferrari and when Lamborghini and all those other great manufacturers built sports cars in the 60s, they were big engines in the front driving the rear wheels. Right. And as they developed in through the 70s with, um, in Ferrari's case, things like the 308, things like the, um, the 512 Berlinetta, they realized that to continue to develop that car to be a racing car with all its incredible abilities of road holding everything, they needed to get the weight out of the front end. Mm -hmm. So nobody said, and nobody thinks about Ferrari, oh, well, they didn't hold true to their cause. 
because they went front to mid-engine and nobody i think should think that about corvette all it's done is you know, is chevrolet took 30 years to realize the obvious well and i'm you know, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure that there's not some Italian purists out there that are going. You know, the the '58 Cor- uh, Ferrari was really my favorite. Either. Yeah, well, so, no, no, there are there are those guys out there, but it's usually pretty interesting because if you can afford a '60s Ferrari, um, you sure as heck probably have a modern one. When it runs, it's fabulous. But when it doesn't, you need your own personal mechanic, and plus you need like oh, I don't know one-ton GMC diesel trucks mm-hmm. to sure. hand over as the price of servicing. Right. When you buy a Corvette, it's still pretty much, and this isn't an insult again, out of the Chevrolet parts bin. You can go and get the filters from, oh, by the way, Napa. Napa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. That was It should have come in like 30 seconds later. <laughs> um, or, or your local, you can go and get the oils at your local place. And not to mention the, coolant, the fact that it's more reliable anyway. The coolant isn't tinged pink and priced at $430 a gallon. Thank you, Porsche. Um, it's not, I was exaggerating I you, a little yeah. bit, no, but no, I, I think you. when I, the last one I did, it was about 65 or $70 a gallon for Ooh. Porsche coolant. Yeah. Ridiculous. That's something. Anyway. Well, well there you go. Uh, you know, that's, that. Uh, I agree with you that GMs are just reliable and, uh, and good running cars and, and you, you know, you, those are your best choice really most of the time. And they, I love the fact that they, <laughs> I've got to ignore you completely. I'm not going to take that bait because, well, it's just uninformed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> having said that, I, I mean, I own every, you know, I own lots of different types. Sure. I mean, the, yeah. the trucks that uh, Shy Motorsports run are GM. Duramaxes. Yeah. The cubes that run around for the Midas stores, well, they're Nissans. And they're very handy for what we want them for. I mean, right. I buy a vehicle for a specific purpose. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So. The cubes anyway. are silly looking things. Yeah, but have you ever driven one? Uh, I rode in one of yours, actually. They're so practical. Yeah. Tons of space. We can move parts. We can move people. They get 32 to the gallon. However, somebody drives it. They're quite utilitarian, it seems. Oh, like. yeah. I mean, they're very utilitarian, which means they're also extremely, really rather ugly. Yes. They're, uh, they're a cube. I, the, you've got to give Nissan credit. They, they called they, it what it is. They, they didn't it's like, try. Well, let's, 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 what, what, why should we name this something silly? What does it look like? It looks like a cube. We'll call it the cube. I like that. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, they, they, they weren't trying to hide the fact that they built a square vehicle. Right. Yeah. No, <laughs> perfect. All right, we are going to take a break, and then we'll come back and continue with this silliness on Car Gab. Hear about the Napa know-how. You will hear about the Napa know-how if I hit the right button. So let's try that. We'll be right back. AM 650, KGAB. Napa know-how. Why save $20 on a Napa automotive battery? Because nobody likes bad starts. You know, like forgetting your job interviewer's name or saying I love you on a first date. So get a good start with a Napa Automotive Battery at your local Napa Auto Parts store or Auto Care Center. Plus, get $20 back. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. Participating locations, exclusion supply, may not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 731-21. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. 
We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. The thought of my sons growing up without me inspired me to quit smoking. I talked to my doctors and then I threw away all my cigarettes, ashtrays, and lighters. I started exercising instead of smoking. Staying away from alcohol when I was first quitting was key. I kept on trying, learned something each time. Do whatever it takes. No matter how many times it takes. We did it, so can you. For free help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. Motor Guy back here on Calgab AM650 KGAB. Jeremy Rohrer is with me today, which means that we will have absolutely no common sense whatsoever for the next hour and 15 minutes. Um, but we'll have fun. You got to be pleasing the Whiteheads if they are listening this morning, though. Yes. Because not only have you defended their, their beloved Corvette yes, to a certain extent, other we, than calling it an upside down bathtub. Well, and chiseled by a five year old. Right. Yeah. And you. You got your Chuck Berry going, so yeah, no, they yeah. they they'd be happy with that. Hopefully, they're listening. Great people. Uh, talking to Neil about anything Chevrolet Corvette-ish is is like basically talking to an encyclopedia. Well, when yeah, <laughs> that's true. He had noticed there was no fiberglass in your barn. He was a little upset about that. Mm, he'll he'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> there might be one day. You never know. <laughs> Yeah, Brooke, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there isn't any fiberglass in my barn at the moment. Well, there is. What, just body filler? Or? No. No, no. No, it was fairings on, the, on my old uh, VF1000R. Oh, right. There's a fiberglass. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so there's something. Yeah. That's, I don't think that's what he is referring to. No, I didn't think so either, but I thought I'd just make that point. Well, that's good. Excellent Talk of point. making points, let's see who wants to make points. And if you would like to join Jeremy and I on this fascinating show so far today, uh, 632-6500, 632-3323. And for those listening out of the area and desperate for something to do on a Saturday morning, one 503 Good morning, you're on Cargap. Hey, good morning, Nick. Good morning, Jeremy. Good, good morning. Hi, Eric. How are you? Hey, rolling with the punches, Nick. Good, good. A little bit, getting 
a little bit tough to get up off the canvas lately, but it's okay. <laughs> well, as long as long, long as you get there, right? Yeah, yeah. As long as you get up swinging, that's that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's <know>? good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I I, I I brought a brand new uh, uh, '76 Corvette. All right. Uh huh. Never had a problem with it. Never. No, they were good vehicles. Neighbor, I had a neighbor had a I had a Porsche 911, and I had another neighbor had a Jaguar XKE. <laughs> well, yeah, problems. Oh man, <laughs> they were always under the hood. I went under the hood twice a year, maybe to do do plugs. That's about it, because I like to keep that part in good shape. Yeah. You know, but never had any major problems. But they're always tinkering and always doing this and always doing that. You know, I mean. Well, and the guy with the 911, if he did spark plugs, that was an all-day adventure. Oh, man. Oh, I could, yeah, those, those weren't an amazing I, spot. I, I can tell you one thing. If you're going to own a 911, you better be a mechanic. Absolutely. I mean, they're absolutely, they are brilliant. They're wonderful to drive. The modern ones are extraordinary in their abilities. Yeah. Um, the earlier ones, as I grew up, uh, of course, with... Uh, the, the the originals i mean my father always loved the original two liter yeah. um and the 2.2s 2.3s by the time they got into the late 70s and they dropped in the 2.7 and the three liter and then the lunatic insane turbo of the late 70s i drove one of those oh gosh i can't remember 20 something years ago no long anyway long time ago that was the most terrifying car I have ever driven because it had horrific turbo lag, which meant that the power was nothing, 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 and then boatloads all at the same time, driving the rear wheels um, with the engine behind the rear wheels. I, honestly, I had even more admiration for the for the guys from just Porsche and people like that who raced those cars. I, I mean, the thing spent its entire time trying to point the rear end front forwards down the road. <laughs> I was absolutely terrifying. So the the, the lag in in the, in, the, in the turbo, right? Uh, it was like winding up the rubber band and letting it go, right? Absolutely, yeah. It's exactly what it is. And in the early days of turbos, okay, and, and for those not familiar, I got about 40 seconds to tell you what a turbo does. But basically, it stuffs more fuel and air into the engine to make it go back. Um, and the turbocharger is run by the exhaust gases. So until the exhaust gases are flowing nice and freely out of the engine, that turbine doesn't spin well. If it's not spinning well, it's not stuffy enough fuel in. In 1977, an eight-year-old boy picked up the game of golf with his father. The odds of that same boy winning the U.S. Open twice, one at 1.2 billion. The odds of him having a child diagnosed with autism, one in 110. Ernie Els encourages you to learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. NASCAR champion Bobby Lavani here with my brother Terry and my nephew Justin. You know, every sport has its essential safety gear. For racing, we wear helmets, fire retardant suits, and no Mex gloves. For fishing, waterfowl hunting, and boating, we wear life jackets. After an intense race, there's nothing more relaxing than bass fishing or a little duck hunting. I'm supposed to tell you, on the track or on the water, accidents happen fast.
Your day weather forecast is brought to you by Bob Ruard Motors, an honest upfront deal. All roads lead to BobRuardMotors.com. Your Saturday forecast will feature mostly sunny skies, temps cool and comfortable into the upper 70s and low 80s. Northerly winds will be breezy at 15 to 25. For tonight, clear skies, lows in the low to mid 50s. Your Sunday outlook, keeping it sunny with highs in the lower to mid 80s. Back in the upper 80s, low 90s, sunny and dry for Monday. Lows in the low to mid 50s. I'm Day Weather Meteorologist on Watsell. Hi, I'm Craig Morgan. You might know me for my songs, but before I sang country music, I served in the United States Army where I stood side by side with some of the most resilient people I've ever met. They taught me that one small act can make a big difference during tough times. If you're a veteran or service member in crisis or having thoughts of suicide, the Veterans Crisis Line can help. One conversation can save a life. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1 or visit VeteransCrisisLine.net. Dad, this is fun. I didn't think I liked kayaking. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. But I think it's time to head back in. Okay. Can we come back? Sure. Hey, be careful getting out of the boat. It's a kayak, Dad. <laughs> I'm going to return the kayak. Can we walk home? How about a taxi? It's a short fare from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. My savings are gone. Okay, where were they last? Here, right before I spent them on the vacation to Aruba. Weird. Not weird. Not saving now means no money later. For free ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Nick the Motor Guy back here on Cargab AM650 KGAB with the incomparable Jeremy Royer. Incomparable. Hey, I, I, incomparable. This is, you're like a walking thesaurus of, of vague words. But yes, that actually don't describe the person I'm talking about at all. That's true. Yeah, that's, well, not accurately. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's also true. You do have dulcet tones, however. Well, Thank you. You're welcome. That's wonderful. I so hope Jessica's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, just for everyone, background is Jeremy's daughter who spends most of her life, if Jeremy and I are around each other, shaking your head in disgust. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, no, this is terrible. I hope this never makes it public. Yeah, yeah well, our wives go, get used to it. It's not going to happen. All right, we are going to jump to the phones. We've got a couple of lines holding, so I'm going to jump to line two first. Good morning, you're on CarGap. Hi, Nick. This is Jerry in Greeley. Hello, Jerry. How are you, sir? Good. Uh, I'm calling on behalf of a relative in the Denver area who went to a, a shop down there and was told that uh, she needed a 1000 bucks worth of brake work. Okay. And... As far as I know, well, I was shocked because uh, I believe it was only pad replacement. It, it's a 07 Acura with front and rear discs, 
and it there's no problems with the braking at this point no vibrations no noises um, and I believe she was told that there's a couple of two tenths of pad lining left which seems like you know plenty to go for a while to me uh, so I, I hopped on YouTube and looked at a couple of videos and I don't see anything special involved in changing so, the pads. So there isn't terribly, um, but a thousand dollars. There's no way they're doing two sets of pads. They got to, and I'm guessing they're probably replacing rotors as well. Do you have a brake inspection? She shared with you at all. They should have. I didn't see anything. I just got this over the phone. Okay, so. This is um, something, unfortunately, I see rather frequently. Um, everyone does brakes. And everyone does brakes because it can be done quite honestly by a less um, knowledgeable technician. Your thesaurus just went right out the window. There. It did. Well, I was, there were words <laughs> that I couldn't use. Um, An entry-level <laughs> mechanic can do. Well, work. yes. Um, and, and can so basically at that point, any shop can do it with the minimum of equipment and do it okay. That doesn't mean it is done correctly. Um, in my opinion, there should never be, and this is funny because we came up on the, the Jeremy and I had a conversation about this yesterday. I, if you are turning rotors, the vehicle should, the, the rotors should never be turned off of the vehicle on an old style bench lathe anymore because that, that's not the way to do it. You should use an on carb lathe. Well, those things are $12,000. Right. Um, so there's a lot of shops that are not going to invest in that. Um, the, other thing that tends to be used, and I I have fought this ever since I've been in the industry over here, is technicians like new stuff. So they tend to just, on a brake inspection, go, okay, yes, it needs pads. Okay, yes, we'll just put on new rotors because then I'm not having to mess with the lathe to turn them. And, oh, look, this caliper is um is stuck and one side of the brake pads has worn more than the other therefore i need new calipers i see this all the time um and, and I mean, it's something that the training brooke and i've done um with all our folks at midas is if you if you need a caliper you better it better be leaking or so rusted that you can't see the caliper, which, by the way, does happen on some East Coast and Michigan-style vehicles. Right. If you are told, if you go for brake work and you are told you needed a caliper because the caliper is stuck, and they are saying replace the caliper, go get a second opinion anywhere, please. The way a brake caliper works, in most cases, is you've got hydraulic fluid going to the caliper. It pushes, the hydraulic fluid pushes on a piston, which pushes the brake pad onto the one side of the rotor. The second half of the brake caliper is then pulled onto the rotor on the sliding on two pins. So that hydraulic action not only pushes one pad, but pulls the other pad, if that makes sense. Does that kind of make sense? It does make sense. Okay. So those two pins are getting kind of grubby and grotty and hot and cold, and they've got little rubber booties to keep them clean, but eventually 
grit and stuff gets in there. Part of doing a proper brake job is pulling those pins apart, cleaning everything very carefully, greasing them and putting them back on, and you just fixed your $300 new caliper with about 32 cents of grease and some, some, uh, some you know, handwork. And since she's not experiencing any vibration or pulling or grinding, probably those rotors are safe to be turned. More than likely, although I don't know the mileage on the vehicle, right. it is a 14-year-old vehicle, brake rotors do have a minimum spec they can be turned to. If they are that, then the brake shop or the mechanic shop that did the inspection should have written on an inspection both the um, width, the, um, width of the brake rotor presently on her vehicle and the minimum specification as quoted in any service manual from any manufacturer, in this case, Acura. And a customer in... Denver should realize that their brakes are going to wear a little bit faster because there's a lot of hard there's a lot of yeah a lot of stopping and starting you're always going to see more of that in a major metro area so a thousand dollars unfortunately a thousand dollars isn't as much as it used to be right, <laughs> right. Um, and the hourly rate of all shops is going up because the hourly rate of everything is going up um, and we're all well aware of what's going on right now however I would want to see, to be sure, Jerry, if you would like to get a hold of me off live, you can get that brake inspection. I would love to see what they actually wrote down. Or maybe see if she can go to the Greeley or Fort Collins shop. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, she's in Denver. There's lots <laughs> of, there's great shops all over, right? Um, and they may be correct, but one look at that brake inspection form and what they wrote down, that's going to tell me really quickly. Right. Well, and I, I was going to advise her to get a second opinion at another shop, but I, I just wanted to see if there was something I might be missing. I've, I've always done my own brake work, and I've, yep. I've rebuilt calipers, and anyway, I, you know, maybe there's something peculiar that, that was going over my head. Uh, no, I mean, I suspect what they're doing is front rotors, um, front pads, rear rotors, rear pads. That's what I suspect just from this. And I would question quite heavily whether rear rotors would be needed because they just they only do about 15-20% of the braking on that car. Um, I would also question whether rear pads are really needed, but again, I don't know the mileage, I don't know the vehicle. There's a lot of things I don't know, so I don't want to take aim at a shop who may be doing it quite correctly. But what to back up what they are saying, they better have a full brake inspection with all the measurements written down. And if they don't, she should run away. The only thing, you know, she, she's uh, not knowledgeable about auto mechanics and, and couldn't remember even clearly, you know, the verbal interaction. But I wondered if maybe they were going to power flush it, but I wouldn't think that would add a whole lot. $70. That should be 60 to $70. Not a bad idea. Again, uh, six, uh, what is it, a uh, 14, 15-year-old vehicle. Mm -hmm. not, not a bad idea at all. Um, because <clears throat> I've talked about this, but not for a long time. One of the things that happens in braking systems now, in the old days, you stuck your foot on the brake, a master cylinder moved, pressure moved through lines and moved two wheel cylinders typically and two pist one piston in each of the brake calipers. 
now in modern braking systems with anti-lock brake systems you got a lot of stuff happening with valves shuttling back and forth and all kinds of things going on one of the tests that good shops use now is a copper test which looks a bit like a um, coolant test strip it actually measures the amount of copper that has leached into the brake fluid that is actually more of a problem today than almost anything else um, because what that starts to do is stick um, valves within the various very expensive systems in these um, so at that point flushing a brake fluid is actually quite a good idea um, probably, again depending on miles depending on use this is a tough one to save so it's not a, a it is not a mileage dependent one it is when the brake fluid with that test strip signif um, shows to have x parts per million of copper and i want to say that the ex excess rate is 200 parts 200 parts per million um then that is something that she will want to flush the brakes if they're flushy brakes because the fluid looks dark again run away <laughs> okay because <laughs> you can't visually see that stuff I mean, that is not how this works, and it's not how it should work. Again, if I'm replacing brake rotors because there's a scratch in them. Well, did you measure them? What's the measurements? Well, they're this. Well, that's 70 thousandths above um, limit. You can take 10 thousandths off a side, make it all pretty, and save the customer a lot of money. Very good. Well, that, that's that's basically what I was expecting, but I, I do appreciate your explaining all of that, Nick. Yeah, sorry, I got, got a little deeper than you probably wanted me to, oh, no, just to great. try and give you as much background as I can. Eh? Brakes are a very complicated thing that every shop does, and most shops, I'm sure, do it very, very well. However, there are some that may not do it quite the way I would expect. <laughs> Well, thank you, Nick. You I bet. appreciate it. Thanks, Jerry. It's great talking to you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's jump over to line one, who's been waiting patiently. Good morning, you're on CarGap. That's okay. I'm used to it. Yeah, well, you, you are. Okay, so here's one of my great critics. So uh, how do you feel about my uh, dissertation on brakes? I, I agree 100% because... When I worked in the service drive, technicians would come up and say, oh, this car needs brakes. And you'd say, well, why? Yeah. <laughs> and they'd say, well, because they're worn out. Well, let me see. Well, okay, we go look at it, and they're really not worn out. Uh, just some small thing is wrong with them. Many times it's just some small thing that's wrong that you could take it apart and fix. Yeah. But I think it's the – we call – we call brakes the easy money or the gravy job or Absolutely. whatever. Absolutely. Yep. And you that's can the make way it's a lot of money really fast. Well, and quite honestly, that's why there are certain shops that all they do are brakes. Because they right. don't have the talent or the desire to buy the equipment. Um, they want the gravy work and they want to make as much money out of it as quickly as possible yeah. in my opinion yeah. and again i've got to be a little careful here since i'm a shop owner as well um is that you are better going to a general repair shop 
dealer, be it dealer or independent, that has a breadth of experience working on the entire vehicle, all the systems of it, than going somewhere that says we're just doing brakes, whatever yeah. name they use. Yeah, that's that, that's that's definitely true. You know, I I'm kind of old school. I learned from some old guys that uh, were in the in the business in the 70s had already been in that business for 30 years mm -hmm. and they were all about fixing everything yeah they repair so, they're not parts replaces yeah they they may replace the pads but they may not even do that they would sand the pads down and say you can get another twenty thousand miles out of these pads or you can get another forty thousand miles out of these pads or whatever well of course they were also using asbestos pads which they were, worked they so lasted good forever. they lasted forever they were quiet they asbestos were. is the greatest material other than it kills people that's, that's, that's <laughs> a given that's a given point i'll take that it's, it's uh, the point is is that brakes can usually be fixed yes and, and they don't need a ton of parts thrown at them and if your right. shop is telling you that they are they better have a darn good reason I mean, there are more yeah. calipers changed on vehicles. It is absolutely ridiculous. What, what do you think? Probably 5% of the calipers that get sold actually needed to be sold? Yeah, I'd, I'd say very few of them actually needed to be replaced. Yeah, absolutely. Just easy, easy, fast fix. Well, it's easy, fast fix, and, and quite honestly, um, it makes them more money. I, there's no other way of putting it. Yeah, they, I don't know. I, I'm like you. Yeah, uh, anyway, hopefully people listening learned a little bit on that. But if you do go for brakes, I'd highly recommend you go to a general repair shop. There's another reason I say that. On today's cars, every system on that car is interconnected with every other system on that car. If you have a shop that all they understand is how to take brake pads out and slap them in a caliper and put them back over, the the intricacies of what they are doing are not understood. That braking system now is braking the vehicle. It is stabilizing the vehicle. It is also um, controlling the traction control of the vehicle. There are so many things that braking system is doing rather than just re retardation of the vehicle. That, it, it's a ton of things and unless you have a company with technicians that have gone through an awful lot of training to really understand the interconnection of every system within that um, you're going to have vehicles with problems because they fix one thing which then magnifies other things that were actually going wrong and for sure so hey Jeremy hey Doug how you doing, man? I'm good, buddy. We're gonna cruise or what, man? Yeah, we're gonna cruise, and we got uh, we got a lot of stuff going on tonight. Who do? Who 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 are you cruising? Who's who's the cruise for? Let's. Well, the Laramie County Library Systems. Yeah, they're the gonna have the, they have the bookmobile out. They're gonna have the bookmobile. The bookmobile's gonna be out. <clears> not to be confused uh, with the Batmobile. No, no, no. This will be quite disappointing to some kids if they come out looking for the Batmobile. Yeah. But they're getting for the Batmobile. But they'll get excited about the books. Yeah, it's it's going to be good. I, I I think a lot of people are excited about it, and there's a lot of people behind that that particular fundraiser. Yep. And uh, it's going to be nice tonight, right? So we we can just get out there and cruise around, and then the most exciting part is though, 
uh, about tonight is Donna finally got T-shirts. And, and sweatshirts. Yeah. To, uh, Something better for the, our area, for our right. community. Right so, so there's no independent wealth going on here whatsoever. So, no, I'm really excited about it. And, those, and Donna's done just a great job for us on those. So Bobby Phillips is a local musician in town. You yeah. know Bobby. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got the regular Friday night at the Crown every night. He works for the library, like is his day job. Right. Maybe right. he'll bring the Batmobile. Maybe he'll bring the Batmobile. That Maybe. way that way you can have both. Yeah. That would be great. There you go. All right. I tell you what, we're going to take a break. So if you want to hang out for a minute, Doug, we'll be right back. I'll hang out for a bit. All right. We'll be right back. AM 650, KGAB. All this fun, and yet they did. Whether you're looking for the ultimate adrenaline rush or a heavy-duty utility machine, the 2021 CF Motos are arriving at Cheyenne Motorsports. With a new machine from CF Moto, the price of fun is surprisingly low because all the features you need come standard, like power steering, custom paint, and a powerful winch, all at a price you won't believe. Log on to CheyenneMotorsports.com or see the CF Moto lineup at Cheyenne Motorsports, 2000 Westland Road, delivering fun since 1967. Millions plan for retirement online. Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Taxpayer expense. We're all part of your community. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Nick the Motor Guy back here on Car Gab with Jeremy Royer in the studio, Doug Arnold on the uh, phone with us, and uh, we're just chatting a little bit of cruise nights before we uh, get to the top of the hour. I do have to fit one more break in in the next five minutes, but uh, we are d cruising for the Laramie County Library Foundation tonight. The bookmobile is going to be out. Um, they are going to be cruising it, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, we had a huge turnout. I apparently last week I was not part of it because I was uh, well enjoying the Rockies beating the Cardinals to be quite honest yeah. but uh, it looked like a tremendous turnout last week yeah it really it was it was uh, a lot of people and uh, we had two fundraisers basically we're kind of two in one but um, we gave away an ATV uh, we did a drawing for an ATV for Indeed. the uh, unaccompanied unaccompanied students Yes, that, yeah, that, 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 that ATV was that. Uh, partially donated by a, I don't know, some company in town. Who was that? Yeah, 
I was going to say, I was, it, I, I was, I was, was hoping it, uh, that was the case. <laughs> yeah, so Shine Motorsports was involved in that, and I'm very proud to help them. They're a great organization. Yeah. The guy from Family, Family Promise was standing on the corner with a bucket. He just stood on the corner, and people kept stopping and putting money in his bucket. So when he was done, and he was the only one, I, I think he was the only one actually raising money for Family Promise on the street. Right. The, the others were all for the other organization. Anyway, he came up with this bucket full of money, and after they counted, I think there's several hundred dollars, maybe like six hundred dollars in this bucket. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, for those of you listening so, out there, be proud of our community. I mean, wow. Yeah, it's great. It's I mean, we could have continued through cruise nights to support our local restaurants, build our community, and raise tens of thousands of dollars. And Doug, yeah, we talk about this almost every week, but who'd have dreamt this happening? <laughs> yeah. And we're always amazed. Something I've noticed. How it started, how it restarted. I, can't, I don't want to say how it started. No, how it restarted. Yo. Yeah. And uh, it's, you know, we got a little more competition this year. We got other stuff going on. Last year, we didn't have anything else going on, so everybody came to cruise nights. But we still have a ton of. And we're up. getting a lot of people from out of state. I'm still seeing a lot yeah. of Colorado cars, a lot of folks from Laramie, Wheatland, Torrington, right. Nebraska. Um, I know that yeah. we've got listeners who come out um, from Nebraska because um, I hear from them all the time and how much they enjoyed it and how much they enjoy coming to Cheyenne to do this. Yeah. I think there's a car show in Wheatland today, so that, that'll probably... I don't know. They, it, I think it gets over like at four, though. So yeah, maybe they'll head down. I bet a few will. I bet quite a few will head down. Hey guys, I yeah. need to. I know Jeremy's got a point, but I need dot com or see the CF Moto lineup at Cheyenne Motorsports, two thousand Westland Road, delivering fun since nineteen sixty seven. You're listening to Cheyenne's News and Talk Station, AM six fifty KGAB, Orchard Valley, Cheyenne. A Town Check Square Media Station. Does it work? Hit the button. Hey, it's Napoleon. Oui. Check out the future. Hey, you have a nice house. Why don't I? You didn't save any money, buddy. If only there was a way I could go back in time and fix that. Yeah. Save something for the future. Put away a few bucks. Feel like a million bucks. For free ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. And we're back for about 51 seconds as we uh, do the roll-up to the news here on uh, AM650 KGAB. Jeremy's going to st- stick around with me because, well, I'm going to shut the door so he can't escape. What are you going to do? Um, There's a lock on the elevator. <laughs> uh, Doug, you want to hang out for the second hour or are you, you going to go and uh, keep Donna company? I'm going to I'm gonna jump off and we're start getting our T-shirts ready for tonight. All right. We'll Thanks. see you sometime tonight, We'll see Doug. you tonight, Doug. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, you. Guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Doug Arnold, Shane Cruise Nights video guy. Um, and uh, without those guys, it just wouldn't have happened. We'll- the number of dead rises in Surfside. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. More families in Florida are getting word about their loved ones who went missing when a condominium tower collapsed. 
The team has recovered additional victims since our last report, and so the total number now of confirmed deaths is 86. Miami-Dade County Mayor Daniela Levine-Cava, 43 people are unaccounted for. Also in South Florida, two terminals at Fort Lauderdale International Airport were evacuated this morning because of what's being described as a security investigation. We'll have more details as soon as they're available. The U.S. Capitol remains closed to the public, but its grounds are becoming more accessible. The fence around the complex has started coming down. It should take several days. A Confederate statue of General Robert E. Lee has been removed from its pedestal in Charlottesville, Virginia. We the people are one step closer to form a more perfect union. Mayor Nakia Walker, the statue was an inspiration for a 2017 rally that left a woman dead. Conservatives gathering in Texas for a political conference have been asked to fight and sacrifice in order to make gains in 2022. The request was made by Congressman Mo Brooks, who's running for Senate in Alabama. I have never felt such fear for the future of our country, the nation that we know and love. Why? Because dictatorial socialists want to cancel America. The three-day event known as CPAC concludes tomorrow with an appearance by former President Trump. At Wimbledon, top-ranked Ash Barty has beaten Karolina Pliskova in three sets to win her second Grand Slam title. America's listening to Fox News. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Hey, this is Trey Gowdy, host of the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Every Tuesday, you'll hear what's on my mind. Plus, every Thursday, there's a special bonus episode where we answer the questions that are on your mind. Make sure to spend your Tuesdays and Thursdays with Trey. Subscribe now at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Hope to see you. America's listening to Fox News. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, it's the Fox News Rundown. Start your day with a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. A daily morning podcast going far beyond the headlines. Tapping into the massive reporting resources of Fox News to provide a full picture of the news of the day. I'm Dana Perino. I'm Brett Baer. I'm Jessica Tarlov. I'm Chris Wallace, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Wallets across the country are getting lighter after a trip to the gas pump. It's 4th of July holiday. More people took to the roads than ever before, and that's great news. The problem is the U.S. energy industry, partially because of concerns about the Biden administration, is not raising production like they have in the past, and that's part of the reason why we're seeing these prices go up. There's 11 states right now where we are now on the verge of paying $3 a gallon, so 11 states are going to join the $3 club probably later this week. Fox's Phil Flynn. Triple-digit heat is hovering over the desert west, putting more than 30 million people under weekend heat alerts. The soaring temperatures also raise the risk for wildfires. There's been so much sadness in Surfside, Florida, as the recovery effort wears on, but there's also been a story of survival for one of the animals who lived on an upper floor of the building that collapsed. As the search for victims continues in Surfside, a small miracle's turned up. A cat found wandering around the site by a good Samaritan. He was taken to a rescue group called Kitty Campus, which posted on Facebook photos of the cat 
and said that one of the survivors dropped by to see if it was her family's cat, a little guy named Binks. Turns out it was him. A friend of that family, Maria Gaspari. Just, you know, good news in the middle of all this craziness and all the sadness. Somehow Binks survived the collapse or managed to get out of the building before it was demolished. Binks had been living on the ninth floor of that building. Jill Nato, Fox News. If you grew up in the 80s, chances are you're familiar with The Legend of Zelda. An unopened copy of the Nintendo video game made in 1987 has sold at auction for $870,000. I'm Pam Puso, and this is Fox News. Your day weather forecast is brought to you by Bob Ruart Motors, an honest upfront deal. All roads lead to BobRuartMotors.com. Your Saturday forecast will feature mostly sunny skies, temps cool and comfortable into the upper 70s and low 80s. Northerly winds will be breezy at 15 to 25. For tonight, clear skies, lows in the low to mid 50s. Your Sunday outlook, keeping it sunny with highs in the lower to mid 80s. Back in the upper 80s, low 90s, sunny and dry for Monday. Lows in the low to mid 50s. I'm Jay Weather Meteorologist on Watson. If baby could talk, she'd say a lot. You'd know what she's thinking and what makes her happy. But unfortunately, baby can't talk or remind you. You're the one taking her to daycare today. And she won't speak up. You drive straight to work like any other day and never think to look in the backseat. Every year, dozens of kids die from heat stroke in cars. No one is perfect. So set a reminder and always look before you lock. Where's baby? Paid for by NHTSA. And we're back. AM650, KGAB, Cargab, with Nick the Motor Guy here, Jeremy Royer in the studio. We've got lots of calls coming in, which is great. That's what honestly makes this show so fun. Um, well, other than Mr. Royer's slightly strange comments. Um, <laughs> 632 6500, 632 3323, 1888 503 6500 for those listening out of the area on KGAB.com. We're going to go straight to the phones and grab line one. Good morning, you're on Cargap. Well, happy Saturday. I was wondering where you were lurking. Well, I'll be here for you asking, you shall receive a 
take it you got your package. I did. Thank you. You're very welcome. Yes, I did, and thank you for the addressing on it. Yes, um, I, I I appreciate the uh, sentiment on it. It gave the guys in the shop endless amusement. Well, that was the idea. Spread the joy around. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, hey, yeah. I've got. I think I may have um, folks from the Library Foundation on the other line. Do you mind giving me a shout back here in a few? That'd be great, because it'd be good, uh, fun to chat to you. I just want to make sure I get these folks in as well. Absolutely. All right. And votes don't count. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump to line two. Good morning, you're on Cargap. Are you there? Hello. Can you hear me? Uh, barely is a lot of interference. Are you on a Bluetooth, maybe? Um, 14. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. I got you now. <laughs> well, I'm I did. Uh, this, I think this is Debbie. Is this Debbie? <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that yeah. giggle. It's Debbie, yeah. but Debbie, we're only getting only getting about every other giggle out of you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. You must. Are you driving up? Yes, to Wheat are, are you driving up to Wheatland for the show? I'm gonna. Yeah. Let's see what we got. That, that's good right now. Yeah. Are you Are you going to the car show? Yeah. Okay, great. Gonna get some pictures. No, De Debbie, take yeah. pictures. No, I'm just assuming. <laughs> Well, have have fun up there. At what time? The, and the show's in Wheatland, right? Right. It ends. At ends at four. Yeah. Do you know where in Wheatland? No, I just said Blue Mountain. So. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know where that is. Yeah. I don't know where that is yeah, either. I'll have to. I'm sure there are signs out. Right. Um, yeah. It's probably all over Facebook. Well, have fun. Be safe going up there. Okay, you guys have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks for calling right. in, my dear. We'll see you soon. Talk to you guys later. See you tonight. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Debbie Martinez, who, uh, quite honestly, another one that is so integral to the success of Cruise Nights. Her fabulous photography. And she really has developed her skills over the last year. You yeah. really see, I mean, she was always extremely good, but she's just she just catches some great great pictures and and she's putting up five six hundred pictures a week yeah i mean she's photographed this lady must have seven or eight hours a week yeah. minimum into doing those right it's, it's crazy it's it's and it's wonderful and she's fabulous and we love her for and it. she's doing all the events around town so the you know the the Fridays at the Plaza, the the rock and roll events, the Brew Fest, all of these. Yeah, I mean, and she, I mean, she comes out and risks her camera when you guys are playing. Yeah, <laughs> because obviously, well, that you know, is a risk. I, she did tell me that um, she likes T Joe's because she could take pictures of the band and you kind of get hidden behind the beams. So a camera is there. Is that? Yeah, yeah, that's good. I mean, I you know, it, it, it's expensive to replace that kind of equipment. It is. Yes, I got a great face for radio. Though. Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> All righty, let's jump over to line one. Good morning, you're on Cargav. Hey, how you doing this morning? Good, how are you? Well, I'm headed to the car show myself. Excellent. Hey, I got a question for you on car stereo. Okay. I've got a, just an old aftermarket Pioneer single din stereo in my old 69 pickup, and I was running out. One of the hidden antennas that you stick in the window. Yeah. Well, all of a sudden, here this, when I got it out this spring, it would play good for about five seconds, and then it would just, like, zap out. My CD and everything plays good. Just my FM. Right. But then I can hook up a regular aerial antenna and hold it inside the cab, and it plays good. So I changed it. Got me another hidden antenna that's been working for eight years. So I bought another one like it, put it in there, and it does the same thing. Huh. I wonder if there's <laughs> some kind of interference, maybe, because on those old vehicles, uh, grounds can be, well, not very good. Exactly. Um, and and I, did the, I did the one with the amplified, the amplifier in it, where you hook a hot wire and a ground to it. Yep, yeah, absolutely. So, so I redid all those and still does it. Huh, I didn't know if there was like maybe some kind of resistor yeah, in that radio. You, you know, there the might have been, um, but I don't, I, I, I honestly, I don't have enough knowledge on that side of things to guide you. I will say that probably, um, oh, on Ridge. Yeah, stitch heads. Stitch heads, uh, Slade, right? Right. Yeah, um, I would, I would uh, drop by stitch heads, or I wouldn't surprise me, Slade's up at the car show today. Um, and oh. just ask him on that because he is extremely knowledgeable on that stuff. Right, and I just I thought, well, okay, it's the antenna, so I just and I don't have the antenna hole on my cowling, so that's why I got the. Yeah, no, it makes total sense. I'd do the same thing. And then I thought, well, heck, that antenna because it was an old, you know, when I got off eBay, and my God, you got to trust them all the time. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, almost as much yeah. as Amazon. And the big thing is that so ground. Right? Thought, well, okay, it's the antenna replaced it. And it's like, not still the same thing. And I'm just like, okay, this is not my strong suit. It's just a low dollar system. In it. And it's not no high dollar. Right. Well, yeah. So, I'm. Yeah, I I say I, I apologize. I just don't have enough knowledge on that. I, I suspect just on my basic knowledge of things that it it is probably a grounding issue or something right. in the arm um, on that older vehicle that's creating an interference that's causing a problem for right. that but i but that is the absolutely limits of my knowledge there yeah all right well i thought i'd give it a shot anyway well it's good to hear from you have fun up at the show all right Probably hey around tonight down there too so. do you know exactly where the show is you know, it's over off of Gilcrest. Get off the first exit, uh, exit 78. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, you just go downtown. It's on 9th Street and down on 9th and Gilcrest. Okay. It's kind of the downtown part of it. So they're they're just going to have maybe some streets sort of blocked off and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I think it's like two or three blocks, four blocks. And oh, that's great. Right on. So well, I, I hope it's really be- successful. And I think there's a little farmer's market going on and kind of a 
come to Wheatland and help us out a little bit, you know? Yeah. Well, that's what we do, right? That's the joy of this area. It's a hootenanny. That's the car world for you there. Yes, indeed. All right. You guys have a good one. We'll see you tonight. Take care. Bye-bye. We go. I'm going to fit a break in early before the it's computer does, just because yeah. then we're just done with it, and then we can talk to our little banner to learn more. At participating locations, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends seven thirty one twenty one. AM650, KJB, Nick the Motor Guy, back here on CarGab. We've kind of been all over the place today. Some brakes, some radio stuff, some Corvette stuff, a um, couple of bathtubs. Uh, <laughs> what was the old fable, the, the, the kind of children's story about the men in the tub? Rub-a-dub-dub, three. Three men in the tub. <laughs> what was this all about? That's, I mean, that was I, crazy. I, How I, I think this is a time to move on from that. So. All right. Yeah, so I, I do always love the memes of the guy rubbing down his uh, Corvettes, you know, trying to get the old paint off. It's like, you know, I've been, I've been using uh, uh, rubbing combat and same paper on this for hours. I still haven't got to metal. <laughs> You you have a certain love affair with your carbon fiber. There's a there's a motorcycle laying around here that's uh, that, that all does have some, does does have some carbon fiber in it. Yeah. Yes, I I do. Though carbon fiber, you can have a love affair with carbon fiber, but unfortunately, carbon fiber can have a love affair with you. It's a very unfortunate thing about <laughs> carbon fiber. Do you know what's one of the most dangerous things about carbon fiber is? Uh, no, I don't. Well, when you're handling it, you've got to be completely covered. Because if those fibers get through your skin, the body recognizes that as part of them. Because it's carbon fiber. Oh. It's carbon. It doesn't, and it can be a, re, it's actually damaged quite a lot of people. Really? Yeah. yeah well. So, uh, yeah. And in fact, when you see, uh, it's why um, one of the reasons when you see racetracks now, some of the bigger meetings with the, these cars, which are entirely carbon fiber, because yeah. it's so light and so strong. When they do have an oops and turn themselves into kick cars, um, there's all that carbon fiber. So all the marshals sure. now are completely covered up so that they're not breathing that stuff and everything else. There was a base that was built some years ago. PJ should look these up. These are beautiful bases. Spotlight Music in Fort Collins years ago was a dealer for them, and they were called the Modulus was the brand. Uh, and beautiful wood bodies, but the necks were a bolt-on carbon fiber. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers had a sponsorship deal with them at one time. And the interesting thing about that carbon fiber neck is that uh, it was completely consistent all the way throughout. So right. with with a wood, you know, like a maple or, or whatever neck, um, you know, 
there might be some spots, some notes on that that are going to be a little deader, a little brighter, a little louder, a little softer. You know? Yeah. Uh, and and the modulus just completely took that out. It was gone. So it was kind of clinical. It well, it was just super consistent. And so really for bass work, it was it was kind of cool to have that. Right. Um, and and they. They were light as could be, you know. There was well, yeah, because the stuff does not weigh anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would. Uh, they went out of business. I guess they were kind of mismanaged. Uh, so that's too bad. They're gone. But but those were uh, those were a fascinating base. Well, carbon fiber is very very expensive. Right. And to get it right, you've got to get it right. Um, yeah. The. But if it was that good, why has nobody taken that design? Yeah, I, so I heard somewhere that somebody has grabbed up on it and uh, bought the rights or something, and they're doing like you can order one. But so now they're, they're quite yeah, probably like looking about five, six, seven thousand dollar base. And you could change the radius because you could get more strength with less with wood. A, yeah, absolutely. Or with less material. With less material. And so you could really get the radius down so they were they were nice. They were just an interesting playing So thing. for people with fat little short fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were great. Yeah. And and uh, you know, just and felt good because they put a nice glossy finish on it. Like right. Really like a bright gloss on it. So they were fast and you didn't get sticky on them or anything like that. Were, so did they did they paint the carbon fiber or did they leave it as the natural look of carbon fiber? It, well, I don't, so should it be like a blackish looking? Yeah, black with almost like a silver if you see every fiber and as yeah. the light catches it, it changes. Right. That's, um, and so you see the, the weave and right. it, it's not like Sorry, early Corvettes. Sorry, Neil. When you saw <laughs> the sun hit it, you could see the fiberglass uh, matting right. through yeah. the paint. Yeah. Um, I have no idea why it's the time we're going to the news right now, but it's wrong. Um. <laughs> yeah. Not not news yet. Top uh, of the bottom of each hour. News here on the top and bottom of each hour on 650 KGAB. That would sound like 1480 K-Ray with a Mr. Bowman there for a second. <laughs> So, Tom Bowman, and, and uh, for those of you who've been listening to KGAB for a lot of years, you'll remember Tom. He was, he was the voice. Of, well, if you've been listening to radio in Cheyenne, you remember Tom Bowman's voice. I mean, he was the voice of Cheyenne. Heck, he was the voice of Wyoming, as far as I was concerned. Did all the rodeo stuff. Um, did all the rodeo stuff. He was just magnificent. One of our mutual friends um, does... He has the right voice, and he will do a Tom Bowman piece. And there's been a couple of times we've done it, and I mean, Tom's been gone from us now for a few years, and it feels like Tom's in the room. Yeah, it is absolutely he, amazing. Chris did it for Tom. Yeah, so, I, <laughs> and and yeah, CB and Potts. The, it, yeah, you know, the old the old commercials. They were they were a blast. They were great. I mean, and he was such a big help to Brooke and I in the early days of the business. Well, before that, I mean, he actually hired Brooke to work at K Ray on the, mm-hmm. the the night board way right. back when. On sounds of Sinatra on a Sunday night, and and I'm sure you didn't cause any trouble there at all. No, no, no. I never went. No. Ever. It was a neat studio. It was a neat studio. The nicotine was dripping off the ceiling. 
and they, if you if you did grab so I yes I did go there um, <laughs> <laughs> if you grabbed the car so it was all the commercials were still on eight tracks this is back right. in the early the 90s yeah. they were the cartridges and you'd push them in and they wouldn't they wouldn't fire and you'd be like crack 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 and finally it'd fire off <laughs> Yeah. First time Brooke did that, I was like, ah, so hitting things makes them work, huh? <laughs> Is that so? You're not saying that she hits you? Well, not in those days. Okay. I'm, I'm, now? Well, I mean, yeah. She hits you to make you work? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> if you ever need to talk about that. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, well off air. Yeah, there you she, go. Because she's listening. <laughs> Sorry, Brookie. He started it. Um, anyway, I yeah. The, 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 and turning up the power. You know, you had to adjust the power mm-hmm. and things like that. That was a really just a cool studio. A and the time. sound. Sorry, the sound of AM is just better than. It's just better, right? It's it's its own thing. So this is like the the question between the the C8 and and real Corvettes. Is it better, or is it just a new thing, and or a different thing? And, you know, so it I, was it was a bit like when we got into CDs years ago. We we're like, right. wow, that was just amazing. But now I love listening to vinyl and, again. And, right, and 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 that's a that's a quite a big push. A lot of a lot of vinyls getting sold now. A lot of new stuff. And the funniest thing is, we go through uh, the record store up here. We go to Ernie November's, and yeah, we'll, I'll look at things and I'll say that didn't originally come out on vinyl. I remember when that came out; like there was not available. There on wasn't vinyl. a vinyl, no, because in the the late eighties, nineties, the vinyl just didn't exist. Right, it yeah. was gone. And you know, frankly, they they got rid of cassettes. You know, I mean, the sort of yeah, those no, our children will never understand the importance of Scotch tape. Oh, right, <laughs> I can fix it. Yeah, yeah. There were a couple of cassettes, ticky mixes that I'd made that I, I didn't want to lose those. And cassettes will never go come back because well, because, because they we don't have number two pencils. Well, they weren't very good either. Let's face it. <laughs> true. Number two pencils are also gone. Yeah, you can't spin it along. That's Gotta right. Wind it back up. <laughs> Apparently, the radio has decided that we need to do another break. So we're going to do another quick break, and we'll be right back. AM six fifty KGAB. I expect it to be a lot easier. I didn't know what step to take next. I was transitioning from the military. I was a vehicle gunner. An avionics specialist. I missed my unit. My family. Playing with my daughter, I felt like a stranger. I didn't have a clear sense of what to do next. And then I thought, if I'm going through this, other veterans have gone through it too, right? So I reached out, and I saw that I wasn't alone. Go to maketheconnection.net to learn how other veterans have overcome the challenges of transitioning out of the military. Ladies and gentlemen, today's opponents on Man versus Train. At the crossing, we have Rick, a 175-pound frustrated man who's running late for work. And on the tracks, we have Bull, a million-pound freight train that takes a mile to stop. Let's see who comes out on top. You can't beat a train, so don't try. Stop. Trains can't. Paid for by NHTSA.
Nick the Motor Guy back here on Cargab AM650 KGAB with Jeremy Royer. We do have a caller online too, so we're going to jump to that. Good morning, you're on Cargab. Whoa, Nick, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, Tom it's... I'm calling from a great beyond. <laughs> Hello, Chris. Good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm good, how are you? Good, what are you up to? I'm sitting in my basement drinking coffee, listening to you guys. Oh, there's there's worse things to do on a Saturday morning. Can't think of what they are, but Saturday morning. So give us your CB and Potts spot. CB and Potts has Cheyenne's best food. (laughs) (laughs) It is like going back thirty years. (laughs) Come up on elephant ears and wash it down with a big tall bighorn brew. Uh, you do, uh, yeah. I, I, if, if Brenda's listening, I'm sure she's laughing. I think that, but I, <laughs> I have that. It, it does feel like listening to Tom from all those years ago. I actually never did Tom for Tom. I, I oh. think I would have been too embarrassed. I did him for Brenda once. Okay. Okay. And uh, she told me I could, I could, uh, I could give his eulogy. <laughs> <laughs> do the fill-in. That's pretty cool. So, well, and so for those of you listening, a, uh, a China ride. Ooh, okay. Rivet, yeah, I showed it to Human Mo- Services and the Ad Council. In 1977, an eight-year-old boy picked up the game of golf from his father. The odds of that same boy winning the U.S. Open twice: one in 1.2 billion. The odds of him having a child diagnosed with autism: one. one. You're listening to Cheyenne's News and Talk Station, AM 650, KGAB, Orchard Valley, Cheyenne, a town square media station. NASCAR champion Bobby Levani here with my brother Terry and my nephew Justin. You know, every sport has its essential safety gear. For racing, we wear helmets, fire retardant suits, and Nomex gloves. For fishing, waterfowl hunting, and boating, we wear life jackets. After an intense race, there's nothing more relaxing than bass fishing or a little duck hunting on the lake. But we're the first ones to tell you, on the track or on the water, accidents happen fast. I expected it to be a lot easier. I thought it was going to be a piece of cake. I didn't know what step to take next. I was transitioning from the military. I was a vehicle gunner. An avionics specialist. I was an MP, military police. My friends thought I could do anything. I missed my unit, my family. Playing with my daughter, I, I felt like a stranger. I was overwhelmed. I couldn't sleep. I just wanted to be by myself. I didn't have a clear sense of what to do next. I was too proud. And then I thought, if I'm going through this, other veterans have gone through it too, right? I started to open up. And it made a huge difference. So I reached out and I saw that I wasn't alone. Because before I was able to take on my next mission, I had to take on just taking care of myself. To find purpose. purpose. Go to maketheconnection.net. 
to learn how other veterans have overcome the challenges of transitioning out of the military. There's one thing you can never have sex without. It's consent. Because sex without it isn't sex. It's rape. It's on us to stop sexual assault. Learn how and take the pledge at itsonus.org. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager. Learning the lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Nick Lamar, the deal with the forecast here. is brought to you by Bob Ruard I, Motors, I, I an honest know. upfront deal. All roads lead to BobRuardMotors.com. Your Saturday forecast will feature mostly sunny skies, temps cool Toasty and bowl. comfortable into the upper 70s and low 80s. Northerly winds will be breezy at 15 to 25. Cheyenne For tonight, winds. clear skies, lows in the low to mid 50s. Your Sunday outlook, keeping it sunny with highs in the lower to mid 80s. Back in the upper 80s, low 90s, sunny and dry for Monday. Lows in the low to mid 50s. I day weather meteorologist. On Watson. There's one thing you can never have sex without. It's consent. Because sex without it isn't sex. It's rape. It's on us to stop sexual assault. Learn how and take the pledge at itsonus.org. All right, the computer has completely lost its mind. I am now taking it over. We are done with it. Um, it's going to get to an end of spot block and. We can continue with Cardiff. I have no clue what the system is doing at this point. I don't know. But we were going, we were going pretty smoothly that for a while. It was, it was working great, and, and I don't mind hearing that Chicago bass. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's a good song. But, uh, but, hey, sounds like we got some nice weather for the weekend. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, good news. That's kind Click of and clack here. <laughs> It was kind of fun to oversteer. No, it's going to be a northerly wind, really. Cheyenne, wind, shock. Mm, yeah, yeah. 10 to 15 mile an hour. Well, that's that's not that's bad. Not a that's wind. just That is a breeze. That just, is like a breath of fresh so air. So let's go fly a kite. That's what everybody should do. Go fly a kite today. That'll be fun. I like flying kites. Do you? Yes. I do too. They're always very peaceful things. It's kites. great to fly kites here in Wyoming because you really don't have to run. You just get a sort of. Well, no, there. I mean, you just chuck it in the air and yeah. the, wind, the, the, the a fine wind does it. Yeah, give her a little slack. I will slack never and forget though, goes. years ago, years and years ago, because Gabby was little and she isn't. Well, Gabby was young. She's still little. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Gabby. <laughs> Sorry, Gabby. Um, Gabby's a Jubilee Day. She's not listening to her father. Oh, um, is that going on? Yes, Jubilee Days, I believe, is going on at the moment. Anyway, so I decide that my five-year-old daughter needs a kite. Yes. 
which basically means that dad needed a kite and the five-year-old daughter was the excuse. Right. She might have been four. I think this was pre-PJ. Anyway, so I go out with said kite out to the, the football park out north and a very strange phenomenon happened at that moment in Cheyenne. It stopped. No wind. Yeah. None. Right. Zero wind. Exactly. And it's like, really? That wind has not stopped blowing since I moved to Cheyenne mm -hmm. 10 years ago. And it just quit. Yeah. It's like, really? Come that's, on. That's just God laughing at you. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> All various relatives going, see, we got you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Anyway, and if I talked to other people, says, yeah, yeah, the first time I ever got a kite, I figured it's Cheyenne, I've got wind. So I'm not the only person to have suffered this. Also, you get people to move here and they go, oh, well, I'll go fly a kite because it's always a little windy, but they don't realize it's a lot windy. Yes, well, and, and yeah, you do have to balance when you fly the kite because yes. kites do kind of collapse in, in high, high winds. Fold up into yeah. big balls go, of tonk. Yeah. Yeah, or right. something like and that. And then kids cry, and it's terrible. Yes, they do. Anyway, let's jump to the phones. Good morning, you're on Cargab. You know, Nick, I got a hammer that'll fix that computer. Oh, you, you, you know what? I am so tempted. So tempted. <laughs> it is just so frustrating. I have absolutely no clue what it did, but it just wiped out all the commercials for the rest of the half hour. So... I'm not going to worry about commercials, so we can talk for the next 20 minutes. Okay, well, i got a question for you. For many moon, I have thought that I understood the difference between a flathead and overhead valve engine. However, I went through a brief period of insanity a couple of weeks ago thinking that I might like to get another Corvair. So I sent away for a book on Corvairs, and I was reading it, and I saw the schematic where the valves are in fact in the head and i thought flathead meant the valves were in the block okay so you are confusing with no disrespect a flat engine versus a flathead engine okay. so a corvair which i love dearly um is a flat engine or also known as a boxer engine um, or a horizontally opposed engine, a la Volkswagen Bug, uh, Subaru, or BMW motorcycle twins. So those are flat, considered flat engines against V engines or inline engines. Okay, so the Corvair is a flat six overhead valve. When we go to cylinder heads, the flat head, um, or as we know in Britain, side valve, uh, the valves are operated in the cylinder block. Hmm. Um, and are very, very inefficient because the um, fuel dynamics has to come up rounds so 90 degrees into the combustion chamber and the head is really only there to hold the spark plug and start and allow compression to happen yeah. um overhead valve the valves are actually sitting in the head and are operated by 
um, a camshaft operating through push rods going up to the valves. You then got the third version of a head, and there are others, but we're not going to get into them, of overhead cam. Right. That is where the camshaft sits on top of the valves, which are operating directly, the cam operating directly on the valves, opening them. Okay, so your traditional Model T, Model A engine is a flat head. It is a flat head, correct. Valves in the block. And the, the Corvair is a flat because of the configuration. Because of the, of the configuration of the cylinders, correct. But still the valves uh, in the head. Okay. Well, that had me totally confused when I was looking at the schematic. Is wait a minute, there's valves in the head. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a push on it. It's actually very much related that engine, um, in many ways, to an aircraft engine. If you look at any of the piston engines that are running pretty much any Cessna or aircraft, small aircraft of that ilk, they're all going to be flat, or most are going to be flat sixes, overhead valve operated, like the Lycomings and things like that. Yeah, okay. And by the way, there was a gorgeous Corvair down at cruise night, the side ramp last week. Oh, a side ramp? Yeah, I love those very things. Very cool. Side ramp pickup. Yeah, one day I've got Blue to get mine. Really One day cool. I've got to get mine finished. One day. It's not that far away. Um, but I father did a ton of work on it, and then we moved house, and, well, you know. It's a project that needs to be finished. Yeah, Yet another one. It out. It'll be good. So, well, thanks for the call. I hope that okay. cleared it up for you. It, it does. Thanks, Nick. Take All right. Care. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. And let's jump over to line two. Good morning, on Car Gap. You ready for you ready for a tangent? In, in a, a tangent, a tangent in a different direction at the hands of you. No, I'm not ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually slightly terrified. Well, actually, uh, <laughs> the uh, winter issue of the Nickel Plate Society magazine reprodu- uh, reproduced the transcript of the testimony of uh, the former general manager of that railway in 19 around 19 late 50s and he was describing the operation of that little railroad and by the time i got done reading it i was dumbfounded i just what what those people could accomplish with what they had Mm -hmm. astounding yeah absolutely And, and for anybody that likes history uh, I'll throw in a plug for the society for the simple reason that stuff like this is vanishing, and they're trying to erase our who controls the past, who controls the future. I think we better start controlling the past instead of the uh, Ministry of Truth. So uh, head over to uh, nkphts.org and uh, have a look, and maybe join the society. Uh, and have a little bit of fun with it, and how it and how it is waiting with bated breath for your. Call. Yeah, and I do have him. I've just got to get up here to the studio um, with some time to record some others, and I do need to get some more done because I know when I'm when I do take time off, they they want to change it up so you're not always listening to the same show. Um, but I, I've got about twelve, I think, or so in the hopper, but I need to add about another fifteen. So I will be giving him a call cool okay uh, have fun 
You too. Thanks again. Absolutely. Mm. Flush twice. Bye-bye. So, oh. I, and now that he... Well, we, 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 he Skits can call back. I'm sure well, I know he can call back. He probably will. So I got a package this week at yeah. the store. Okay. This is I was I was hoping to hear about this. There was some addressing. That there was. You mouthed something to me when that first came up that was Well less be, than yes, because not this was flattering. your fault. This is <laughs> The address, much to the hilarity of my fellows over at Cheyenne Motorsports, yes. was to Nick Skits Jr. Dodson. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks a lot. You created that monster. Yeah, so there's been a few of those things that that Stuck. I've been credited for. Uh, there was the Psycho Barbie incident regarding a certain mayor that we had. Yeah, no, no, no. Let's not go so down that road. No, 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 no. It's it's just that sometimes these passing comments. Just I know take they up. just they just take up. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. Skits Junior has now landed. Thanks a lot. Well, you kind of you kind of came in getting all luddite and. It just sort of seemed like you needed that. So, <laughs> really, it was just Luddite. one time. You know? Only one time. Yeah. But yeah, I have been kind of uh, around it now for every weekend for fourteen years. So there's bound to be something kind of rubs off. There's an interesting question that is going around automotive stuff, especially. But I think of a lot of other things that we buy um, that that we've just kind of grown to love and appreciate that are you know american things and um it's it's you know we're, we're kind of told like well the market is trending away from sedans we were talking about that earlier yes like everybody wants the suv everyone else uh, yeah everyone wants yeah basically they all want to drive something that is essentially a 1960s station wagon right but not call it that yeah and and then and then the electric vehicles. I think this is where the Skits Junior thing originally might have came out. Was a, a conversation on EV. You know, I have been accused by people who purport to say they kind of like me um, of becoming a grumpy old curmudgeon who doesn't want to change. Yeah, getting. I don't think I called you curmudgeony, did I? No, Brick did. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. there's there's curmudgeony thing. So the question is though, is this actually as organic as we're being made to believe, or? Or is there, and this would be this would be border relining on a skits thing, is there um, sort of a manufactured consent going on to, to borrow a term from Noam Chomsky? Is it is it a little bit like you know uh, the companies and the media and the government in, in certain instances are telling us that this is what we want, so we start thinking that this is what we want, and it's just what the corporations oh, are building. Think, I think there's a little bit on the electric. I'm sure there's something about that on the pickup truck craze, SUV craze. Um, if you look at where we sat with our vehicles we were purchasing when I moved to this country, for mm-hmm. example, in 92, uh, mostly sedans, um, and there were a few... Parts bin specials is the best way of talk, calling them. Uh, one was Toyota, the Forerunner right. SUV, yeah, the, the Ford Explorer SUV, the Bronco Two SUV, which actually, if you looked carefully, you could. In fact, in the case of the Forerunner, it literally was a plastic hardtop bolted to mm-hmm. 
their pickup truck. Yeah. So what they did and what they have done and what they continue to do is create an entire line of vehicles based on one vehicle that really hasn't changed a heck of a lot right. in the last 30 years. Sure. So their research and development, their R&D costs drop like a rock. But people get all excited about them for whatever reason, and they actually ask a heck of a lot more money for them. And at the extreme end, a Lincoln Navigator or a Lincoln Aviator or whatever they call it today, or a Cadillac Escalade. He's like a Ford Ranger. (laughs) Is a fluffed up 1972 F-150 or Chevy C-10. Yeah. And I wonder, and so... In this area, I get it because they did stop making heavy cars that can. So yeah, they did stop making heavy cars. They just can, made them heavy trucks. Well, but but so your sedans and things like that that could actually navigate really terrible weather and stuff like that. The ground clearances are much lower, um, you know. So in the winter time, I understand this area wanting. Something but this is all over driving. the country. It is, and when we were in Florida in in uh, February uh, was one of the things I remarked that I'm surprised to see how many trucks and you know I get trucks for guys who got to work but how many Suburbans and, you know Tahoe SUVs, SUVs and then and then they've gone from the full size to the cute to these yeah the, these the com- CUVs compact. yeah and and I would think you know one of the great benefits of living in Florida is you don't have to have stupid four wheel drive I mean like well, of course, a lot of them don't. Right, which makes them even more kind of dumb. Or does it? Is it people want that space? Or is it just they've been produced into thinking they want that space? Because there is now nothing and, else and to that's, buy. And that's the question. And that's absolutely, is it manufactured? And I agree with you 100%, yes. There are, however, manufacturers, and I spoke about one earlier, that Subaru, I mean, they took basically a completely failed car in the legacy wagon. (laughs) The failed car. That was... Well, no, I mean, it's true. They took... They had a thing called a Subaru Legacy. It was an okay car. It was kind of boring looking. It was gutless. It wasn't terribly well built, but it was okay. Right. Subaru hired a failed comic from Australia... Paul Hogan, and they stuck a cowboy hat on him, or an Australian cowboy hat, and they put large springs on the Legacy, they put plastic fenders on it, they called it the Outback, and they completely designed a new type of vehicle for America. Right. And, I mean, they've, they've, they've dominated. I mean, and this, in this region, area, in this area, they, they are, yeah. the, and having said that, being very rude about it, what did I buy or what did I, Brooke and I, buy for our daughter when we wanted her safe on the roads between here and Laramie? And uh, we bought her an Outback. Yeah, and, and she loves it. And 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 it's really funny watching her come down the road. Have you ever driven towards Gabby in the when she? You always know it's Gabby's Subaru because she's looking through the steering wheel and there's a huge <laughs> dog in the front seat looking through the roof. So <laughs> so we had an Outback, and they're they're a good little car. And, yeah, and, you know. And, and gives you that like that ground clearance from the the old sedans that you know so you're not running over every stupid curb in Cheyenne. Absolutely, uh, and the all-wheel nice. drive works. I mean, they're relatively economical to run. They're they're well built now. They the engines are tough as tough. Um, they they're a good all-round vehicle. But Subaru, 
and I actually um, knew somebody who was with Subaru, left Subaru in 1994 because they were absolutely convinced Subaru, they'd been warned Subaru was pulling out of America. It was failed. It was oh. a failed experiment. And then the outback happened. Yeah. And the rest is history. So I would argue that these compact SUVs and, and midsize, like smaller midsize SUVs, like the, I don't know, the Traverse, maybe the... The Ford Edge. The, the Edge, these things. Uh, Kia's got a couple. You're not getting any extra space in those. I've driven these things. You're no, shoehorned into the Jeep Liberty, man. It's ridiculous. It's yes. not even funny. And and uh, and the the Encore by Buick. You know, and I love, we love our Enclave, the big Buick Enclave. Yeah, but the Encore is a slightly upset egg. It really is. Like, you're just in <laughs> oh, this. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I feel like one of those cartoon cars. When I see an on Buick Encore, I feel like I'm in a cartoon from the 80s where it was always the little joke joke guy running around. Yeah, in with the Magilla Gorilla driving the... Yeah, right. exactly. And and you're going to have a lot more space and comfort in, in the old, you know, your Impala, your Taurus, you know, your Crown Vicks. Well, with it, Taurus would be sitting on the side of the road with bad transmission, well, but... I understand. <laughs> but... <laughs> Although was it was actually a well-designed car, as far as the, the Chrysler body. 300, it, it's a know, brilliant car. The, the, the Chargers, of course. The Chrysler 300 is what the Charger is. What do you know? What the basis of that vehicle is? No, I don't. Mercedes E Series. No, oh, okay, that makes sense. That's why it's so right. good. Yeah, and and though you know, but and they have huge trunks. You can get way more into an Impala trunk than you can in the back of some of these hatchback SUVs. I oh, don't absolutely! I mean, I I remember with um, Brooks SUV, we had plenty of room for the people, but there was like room for two suitcases yeah. <laughs> behind the rear Five seats. Five shoe boxes, yeah. and, and a, and, a six and every pack time of you opened it up, you got attacked by the, the, that week's grocery shopping. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. I think it's. It's it's too bad to see, but that. it's the way it's the way it's gone. It will change. I mean, electric electrification is going to change. I'm, again, I I don't like it. I don't like electric cars just because of the way they sound. But it's happening, and it's going to happen. It's not going to change. That makes sense for people that are commuting into a city. So if you're living in Loveland and commuting to Denver for work or something like that, it makes sense. And you've got Audi now jumping on board, and BMW, and Mercedes, and GM, and Ford. They're all and they're all going up against Tesla. Tesla, I think, will fail. But I've been saying that for years. I just they're they're poorly built. Well, it's they're hard not, to fail when you keep getting big money from the government. Well, that's going to stop at some point. Yeah. One of the things that I do want to um, mention in the news was a very interesting thing that did not get reported at all over here. But the Europeans just find BMW and um, v, VW Audi. Okay. I, uh, but not Mercedes, because Fine. in wait for this. Remember the VW diesel gate, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at a similar time, VW Daimler mm -hmm. Mercedes Daimler Benz and BMW all did an agreement very quietly that they were going to stop developing any type of new emissions controls because that costs some money okay and so they did a little collusion thing well we're just not going to do it and then we won't cost ourselves money anyway the authorities in germany or wherever the ec 
noticed nothing had uh, been happening. And, you know, you haven't been developing anything new on these. So Dame LeBenz went, well, yeah, we, we need to chat to you about that. If you promise not to uh, fine us, we'll tell you what's been going oh, on. Oh, they turned state's and evidence. And they turned state's evidence. And so BMW and Volkswagen just got almightily massive that's terrible. Huge fines. And Mercedes walked away scot free. And we are to it, but we are at. And that is in the news, folks. I mean, look it up. There's not, that is something that has just happened. And I was really surprised that it did not get mentioned. This seems like the golden era of. Uh, this is probably the best the combustion engine has been. It's incredible. What we're getting out of a out of the internal combustion engine, which is now a well over a hundred year design, right? It's 130 years. It's probably one of the most successful um, designs ever. Right. It, you know, in how it's lasted without really yeah. any great change. Um, but no, it's at the end of its time. What, what is the Coyote getting out of a five liter? The five liter Coyote, oh, I mean, seven hundred. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah seven hundred horsepower. You've got um, uh, five hundred horsepower V eights that are returning twenty three to the gallon going down the highway. The six two, um, the six two Super Sport we got is is going well over twenty miles. Yeah, uh, it's it's incredible, and you've got small engines in small vehicles that can are actually far more efficient than the electric vehicle for the amount of carbon that's electricity that was created okay. and and clean look you you can run these in a closed in a closed garage now you, right I mean, but it's not the a carbon, good idea no still. no don't do that please but uh <laughs> the carbon issue is still the carbon issue but the electricity is still a carbon issue because we're not all as much as we're flapping the windmills up everywhere they can um it's still a relatively small part of our power is coming from a non-carbon source. Well, you know what? I think we're done. Baby. I think we're done. We've got about one minute left. Doug is in here ready to take over from us and uh, give you uh, all the local news. And we will be back here next week on CarGap. Or you won't be. Or you might be. Who knows? Who knows? Hey, thanks. Oh, actually, fun. no. I lied. I will be here. But I won't be here. Because one of the cool things that's happening next week is we are going to be live on location at the Cubby Hole, right? Which is a new vehicle condo um, system that has been built out on Delarange. I don't know. We we will we will be there though, live on location, talking to people about what what they can find at the Cubby Hole if they've got somewhere they need to store vehicles. It's a really 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 cool idea. And so we'll be talking about that on location next week here on Cargat. And with that, we're done. Everybody take care. Bye-bye. More grieving families have received word. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. More bodies have been recovered from the pile of rubble where a condominium tower once stood in Surfside, Florida. Miami-Dade officials say the recovery mission at the site of that condo building collapse is moving along with great urgency. Overnight, more bodies were pulled from underneath the heavy concrete and metal remains of Champlain Tower South. The death toll now at 86. 43 people are still potentially unaccounted for as first responders desperately try to provide closure to the families. 
Fox says Charles Watson work at the site was briefly halted this morning because of lightning strikes. There are two different operations underway now at the site. One at the original collapse site working very carefully to recover victims and the other at the more recently collapsed remaining building to quickly remove the rubble. Surfside Mayor Charles Burkett. The all clear has been given at Fort Lauderdale International Airport following a security investigation that evacuated two terminals. Travelers are asked to check with their airlines for updated flight information. Finance ministers from the G20 nations have wrapped up talks in Venice. They agree that the economic outlook is better than it was in April, but they warned that new COVID-19 variants could threaten the recovery. They also endorsed a global corporate tax rate of at least 15%. They won't be canceled. That's the theme of a conservative gathering in Dallas this weekend. They attack our First Amendment freedom of speech with censorship from big tech, with the cancel culture, with speech suppression by government activities. House Republican Mo Brooks of Alabama, who's running for Senate, CPAC wraps up tomorrow with a speech by former President Trump. America's listening to Fox News. inviting you to download and listen to the new daily Fox on Tech podcast. There's part of a colorful late 90s iMac on Mars. It's an idea that seems a lot like Kickstarter called Build It. This isn't the first time we've heard about North Korea hackers trying to get a leg up on COVID-19, a range that was used for satellite TV service in the 70s. Get the latest trends in technology, cybersecurity alerts, and gadget news daily. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Connect to Fox News Audio on the Fox News app. Listen to hear your favorite hosts like Brian Kilmeade, Jimmy Fallon, and Guy Benson standing up for what's right live and via podcast. Just click listen, then swipe right and hear the latest news updates on your time. And scroll down to hear the latest podcasts from Fox News. And it's even easier to listen in the car with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Get programming alerts and notifications. Fox News Audio is on the Fox News app. The Voices America Trusts. Download it now. He's being described as a good husband, father, and sheriff's deputy. Authorities in Webster Parish, Louisiana, say Deputy William Collins Jr. was fatally shot last night while responding to a disturbance call at a home in Doyline, about 20 miles east of Shreveport. Jason Parker is the Webster Parish Sheriff. My main focus over the next few days, over the next few weeks, months, is going to support them and give them all that I can to uh, to help make this better and give them some closure. The suspect who barricaded himself inside the home was taken into custody. Shoplifting appears to have become sport in San Francisco. Seems like every other day there's new video of a brazen theft. Target says it's reducing its hours in six of its stores in San Francisco because of the continuous theft. Now Walgreens, too, deciding to close some of its stores there, 17 stores in San Francisco. And this comes after authorities arrested a man who slowly rode a bicycle through a Walgreens store in San Francisco. That man is now facing charges connected to at least seven shoplifting incidents since May. Fox's Christina Coleman. Earlier this week, thieves made off with thousands of dollars in merchandise from a Neiman Marcus. If you're looking to strike it rich, don't play this lottery in Hawaii. Hey, want a goat? 
Here's your chance. The state of Hawaii is holding a lottery where the winners get goats. They're not native to our 50th state, and Pu'u Honua, o Honauna'u National Historic Park on the Big Island, is overrun with nearly 700 of the invasive critters. Interested? Then you'll need to get a permit. They'll be issued through a random lottery on July 28th. All applicants must indicate how many they want, and if you do win, you'll need an enclosed horse trailer to pick them up. That way, the pesky little things won't try to escape. Fox 